All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to the In the Cloud podcast. We're now on YouTube now. So, um, yes, I am now recording over on YouTube. So if you guys want to come check out my studio area, see what it looks like. Uh, yeah, we got the American American flag in the background right here and then the law enforcement back there. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I actually just want to talk to you guys because like, I want to talk about like um, censorship because that's a big thing on the Internet right now. And even with Joe Rogan right now, there's uh, there's a bit of um, I think there's like Spotify employees talking about um, censoring Joe Rogan or editorial control over his podcast. And um, the one the the one thing I think that's going on is like um, like Joe Joe com- <laughs> Joe says that they have not said anything as far as like as far as like sent as far as like censorship censorship goes or them trying to silence him they have said nothing to him or his manager he he completely claims that you know there's there's really um nothing that he's being told so he thinks he's okay and he's in the he's in the he's in the good right now you know and um i i like actually watching his uh i actually love watching his podcast his podcast is amazing unedited you know you can watch like 2 hour 4 hour conversations over there i actually love watching it all because it's very um it's very interesting to me i actually love watching i've been watching his uh for i actually just watched well i'm actually in the middle of currently watching his um his 1544th podcast with tim Dillon. i'm watching that currently and they're talking about politics they're talking about you know uh how by how you know how the left can be a little bit um if i'm to be they were talking a little bit about the left and how there are some things wrong on the left side that need to be fixed. Um, now I'm, um, like I said, I think that, um, I think that as far as it goes, um, with censorship, um, I don't think that, um, it's okay to try and censor people. I've heard nothing from like, I've heard like nothing as far as Spotify goes as censoring i know spotify is a really cool company um and that they really don't censor people and that's good that's great because like with youtube and stuff like that and now i know i'm on youtube now so i'm gonna gonna try and be a little bit more um well i'll just say it bluntly they're they are they do censor a lot whether they'll admit it or not they still do. I mean, like they'll cover up videos or like they'll make your video not in the recommended section or anything like that. And to be honest with you, that's, um, you know, that's their choice and all that, but I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right that they're doing it. I mean, they, they definitely could do a lot better as a company as, as far as it goes. I think that, you know, as far as managing YouTube, uh, goes, um, they need to work on um, being more uh, open to the laws in the United States, you know, like freedom of speech, all that stuff, you know. But I do know they are a private-owned company, so they could they they could take down my channel in literally a day if they wanted to, and not have a reason for it, you know. So like, you you got to be careful with what you do, you know, and. 
that's why I'm always like contacting team YouTube on Twitter. I'm, you know, I'm talking to them about problems I'm having on my YouTube channel or anything that persists of, you know, stuff that I need help with. They're, they're usually very helpful with me. They, they usually tell me, Hey, uh, this is what's wrong. Uh, you know, and here's our link and, you know, stuff like that. But sometimes I just don't feel like I'm as helped as much as I feel like I should be. I mean, some things are, you know, are okay to do, but, um, the, they, um, I don't know when it comes to team YouTube, I feel like it's a very, um, hard way to get out, get reached out to them because like you have to tweet them on Twitter. Um, I feel like there should be like, you know, a support service, um, besides Twitter, you know, and I think that that would be a lot easier for people to go and um, to go and talk to like an employee or something like that about their channel. I think I think that would be really cool, but it's gonna that would backload a lot of workers at YouTube too as well, because like you gotta imagine there's like a billion users on the platform every month, probably even more than that, and like it's like a lot. So. As far as it goes, I'm not 100% sure on, like, everything and the specifics. I'm not 100% on, like, what they're thinking, what their mindset is, like, what they're doing behind the scenes, you know. But I do think that they could do a lot better. I do think that, you know. And this is constructive criticism. That's it. You know, um, I think that, you know, them terminating channels, for example, without no reasoning or like anything like that, that's definitely something that should be addressed. I, I don't know. I feel like if you get terminated, you should at least know why you got terminated or like you should have like some, I feel like you should have like an email sent to you or like a, or like a call from YouTube or something like that to let you know why your channel was, um, Ter terminated as far as it goes and like I feel like you should know you know I feel like you're you know you should have the right to know like what you did wrong and what you could do to prevent from making that mistake in the future whether or not it's a termination or suspension or whatever it is you know I think that they could do a lot a lot better you know um as far as uh I, I never really covered uh, this subject much, but, um, Mixer, I actually really liked Mixer a lot as far as streaming goes. I know some people did not like the platform at all. And I actually really liked the platform because like the platform was, it was, it was amazing. You know, it was easy to gain a following on. It was easy to get, um, followers, you know, viewers, all that stuff. You could, you know, it, it was really cool, you know, for what it was. And it was definitely dope. Like, I have some really dope streaming stories I should tell at one point on this podcast, but not tonight, at least. I, I don't want to talk about tonight, but there is a, there's definitely a lot that I feel like is something that we should all, um, we should all talk about as far as Mixer goes, like, and them, you know, deleting their website or like you know, just completely terminating the whole mixer thing. I feel like that was wrong. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I kind of wonder why, because like Ninja and shroud had like, um, they had like a hundred million dollar deals. I'm pretty sure I'm not hundred percent sure on like the specifics of their deals, but they had a lot of money gone towards, um, like their deals with mixer. And I'm pretty sure, uh, Ninja was getting like 80,000 a day or something like that. 
some some crazy stuff like that, you know. He was getting like a lot for streaming in like a day, and I think it was really cool. Um, I was honestly surprised to see him go back to Twitch though after like what Twitch has done, and, and like I don't think I think in some ways with like that situation, Twitch I, I think Twitch was in the wrong for that. Uh, you, I, but I would have, I would have been interested to see him go to YouTube, you know, and see like how he would do over there. Like he did a, I think he did one live stream over on YouTube, which was really cool. Uh, I was really, he had like a hundred thousand people or some crazy, some crazy shit like that he had over on there. And that was just, that was like, wow. I was like, he pulled a hundred K easily. I think it was within the first 25 minutes he got that, which is just that that's amazing. Like, that really shows you how powerful his audience is and like how they will like how like how supportive your audience is, you know, because like with my audience, you know, my audience watches me when I make like good quality content. Like I make something that's interesting, like, for example, my graduation vlog, you know, that was very high quality, you know, and it shows how much like people who like me and are subscribed to me will like to be a part of that as well as, you know, as well as like my streaming stuff too, as well. Like I want to stream eventually. I want to, I want to start doing all that streaming video games. I think even I've seen like multiple musicians go over to Twitch and they're streaming music over there, them creating music. It's really cool over there to see how they do it. Like I think T-Pain's on there. Uh, that was, that was really cool to see. Uh, Logic is over there. there there's multiple different uh, musician streamers over on Twitch right now, which is that was really cool to see on like how they do it, how they make the music, how they work with the beats and stuff like that. It's really cool to see if you guys don't, don't watch those streams, you get definitely should. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel, uh, I feel really good today, guys. I actually want to, I want to, I want, I'm going into a different subject here. Um, so I feel really good today. I woke up today. I was like, uh, it's a really good day today, you know? And when you wake up like that, I feel like that's like, I feel like it's like one of the best feelings in the world is to wake up and be like, Hey, today's a really good day. You know, today I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this done. And you feel very productive, you know? And that's why I came back to do the podcast again, uh, since I was late, uh, on Friday, but we're going to start mixing up the schedule. So it's going to be random parts of the week that you'll see this podcast go up on. So instead of just saying happy Friday, all everyone, you know, it'll be like happy Monday, happy Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, you know, whatever deal. Um, and I think it'll be really cool to see. I want to make it only during the weekdays though, not the weekend. I don't know. We'll see like as, as far as it goes, um, on like how, we'll, we'll see how it goes and see how people like it, you know? I keep messing up my words a lot, like throughout, um, um, talking and stuff like that. So like, sometimes I'll forget what I'm saying and then like, it'll be like, I I just won't be able to talk at all. Like it feels awkward. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I actually want to talk about, um, something really, uh, interesting I saw. Um, so like, the presidential debate and the um 
the vice presidential debate. I feel like the the left was I, I don't feel like the left was being a hundred percent honest with like some of the things they were saying. I think that they they did a lot of um I feel like they lied a bit in there. Um because like Kamala Harris wouldn't even answer like some of the questions uh that was being asked to her. Like for example, the will you pack the Supreme Court? She never answered that, and I thought that was kind of weird how she wouldn't answer that question. And Joe Biden is saying that um, he, he won't answer that question until after the election, uh, until after he wins. So that that's what I feel like is just – I don't feel like that's right at all. I feel like that that is completely wrong. You should be honest with the American people, you know? Like they uh, they talk about honesty a lot. And the only point I could see um, Kamala making to Pence was that he kept that him and Trump kept the um, coronavirus on like January 28th or something like that away from like the American people for like for like a certain period of time. And they knew how serious it was and how um, bad it was, but didn't say anything until later. That was the only point I feel like she had against him, but I I feel like with Pence he did a really good job explaining like, you know, like what he wants to do and what he wants to continue to do as time goes on and like um there I don't know, like I feel like everyone like they were trying to uh talk about like banning fracking, for example. Um and Kamala would not answer. She said something along the lines of that she would ban fracking. And then uh, in the debate, she um, she said that she doesn't. She said that she never said anything about that when there's actually video evidence that she has. You know, so that's where it comes to. Um, that's where the question comes to, you know, when is it going to be truth and facts and open minded people? You know, I, I feel like with the right side right now, they're dealing with a lot of pressure because they want Trump to be president. You know, they want they want everything to go right the way they want it as well. So that way it's a lot better, you know, and I feel like with the left, they're not being as um, I don't feel like they're just being honest. I feel like they've glorified thug culture they've uh they've destroyed buildings they've tried to tear down our police they've tried to they they've tried so much at this point that it's it's been a lot you know to deal with as as an american person you know i i feel like it's a lot they've they've done so much and like um it's just ridiculous man it is just ridiculous man at this point like and not only that like we're trying like I'm trying to like talk to people like and like everybody's bringing race into everything like I don't think and I'll tell you this guys I don't care if you're a sponge or you're orange or you're yellow or you're blue I don't really care you know if you're a nice person and I can connect with you and talk to you about you know mature subjects like politics and all that I feel like that you are a good person, despite the side you're on. But 
a lot of the left right now is not that they're not open-minded they're very close-minded and it's and it and it makes it rough for everyone because everyone's so damn stressed out because of these politics you know and these politicians and like you got people who want to turn this into a socialist country which we should not have a socialist country it should stay the way it is right now. Yes, we do have a problem with police brutality, and that should definitely be worked on. And that's why it brings me into the next subject of why we need funding, more funding for the police, actually, is because, you know, for example, the things that have happened with police brutality, they need to, they need to up their funding to train cops on sensitivity, you know, on how to put a person in a hold without necessarily hurting them at all. You know, and I and I think that they need to teach them how to like what what situations are appropriate to act this certain way. And, you know, I think that it's you know, I think that they need more funding. I think that they need to be taught a lot more about like certain, you know, certain things like on like people with disabilities, people who, you know, might not necessarily be all there. You know, I think that. They need to be able to be equipped with the skills to help or serve or protect in a situation where there's someone who is not necessarily, like I said, all there or has a disability or, you know, whatever the case may be, they should be able, they should be equipped with the skills to have that, you know, they should be able to know what's wrong and what's right, you know. And how, like, they should be able to make a good determination on, like, how to handle that specific situation themselves. And I'm not saying all cops are bad because there are a lot of cops that are very good and are very well. And, yes, there are some bad eggs out there. But not that doesn't mean everyone's a bad egg, you know? I think that, you know, with the right funding, with the right training, with everything, they would legitimately do a great job for America with serving and protecting. So, um, yeah, the, those are some really interesting topics, you know, that I think we could go through. Um, now I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna say this, you know, once and for all, you know, like, I don't, I don't think, you know, I'm not voting for Trump because of his personality. I'm voting for him because of his policies, you know, and that is why I am voting for Trump. Not because he's the brightest person in the world, but because he, because of his policies. And honestly, I don't think Biden's taking this way too seriously. You know, I don't think he's taking it seriously at all. I think he's taking it as, you know, I'm going to get the title of being a president. You know, that's it. You know, I don't think that he's going to do good, you know. And even with their Green Deal, you know, it's pretty much the same deal, just, you know, worded differently. And it's, I think they wanted to incorporate like $4 trillion towards this Green New Deal. And here's the only problem with their Green New Deal is... The problem with them is, is with their Green New Deal, they're trying to incorporate, uh, that that would mean it would take a lot more fuels, a lot more fossil fuels, it'll take a lot of that stuff, it'll take a lot of resources just to make a new Green New Deal, when there's other ways to do new Green Deals without costing 
a four trillion dollars and putting us into more debt, you know? And they I, I forget where she said she would get the money from, but either way it's gonna cost us a lot and hire and raise taxes a lot more just for doing that. So yeah, there's a lot going on. But anyway, guys, before I uh, keep going into politics, I'm going to actually end this episode here. Uh, Hopefully you all enjoyed. If you guys want me to talk more about politics, let me know. Uh, Hopefully you all enjoyed enjoyed this podcast video on YouTube. Uh, So I think I'm going to either try and upload uh, the audio first and then then this podcast second. Uh, We'll see. We'll see as it goes on. But um, anyway, guys. Thank you all for watching. Uh, If you all enjoyed listening and watching, let me know. Uh, Tweet me on Twitter at SkyZ2442. And, yeah, I will see you all in the next one. Peace out, boys.